From WGCU News, I'm Amy Tardiff. 17-year-old Mari Jimenez talks to her family friend Janelle Grant in this week's StoryCorps about the pride she has of being Mayan. Her parents are from Guatemala. They spoke indigenous languages and Spanish at home. So Jimenez first learned English when she went to preschool. She's now trilingual, and she uses her skills and her cultural ties to help others. Last year, she was named a Mayan princess. That was actually one of the best moments of my life. (laughs) We met a Mayan priest. He introduced what the Mayan culture was to me. He explained how it is our people got to where they were at and how we have to embrace our culture because without us, that culture will die one day. I've learned many things from him and how we have to pray every time we want to do something with nature. If we want to cut down a tree, we have to pray. We have to make sure that Mother Earth feels respected and loved. So what would you say to a tree (laughs) if you were going to cut it down? Mostly I say I'm sorry Uh. for my selfish needs that she has to go down. But that it's for a good cause. It's for me to live on and then also that I promise to plant another one. That if I cut one down, I put one back. (laughs) So I know you've been to Guatemala many times, Mm -hmm. and and you've been with me many times, actually. If you lived there, how do you think your life would be? From what I've seen, it would be a little difficult. The whole government over there is a little messed up, and people are living in poverty. And I believe from where my mom's from, I would be living like in a little house made of wood. The top would be aluminum and stuff like that, but... Honestly, I think I would be happy. It's it's very free over there. You can walk down the street and there's a little convenience store or two blocks from your house. There's a park. Everything is so close. Over there, it just feels at home. In the school system right now, and, and I've actually talked to a number of school principals uh, recently, we're seeing many young girls arriving from Guatemala. Yeah. There seems to be a wave of children arriving here in southwest yeah. Florida. And they're showing up at the schools. Uh, The girls particularly are showing up, and they're just silent. They don't speak Spanish. They're traumatized. Many of them are pregnant because Mm -hmm. they've been abused and raped throughout the whole trip. So you're seeing girls come into your schools now, too, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. And have you seen Guatemalans come in recently? I've seen a lot. It's a big change. Do you ever approach any of these? Um, I actually do. Okay. And what do you do? do? When I see them in the hallway, at first I'll ask them, like, um, where are you from? Like, And they'll mostly say Guatemalan. I'll be like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, my parents are from there. Like, that's Mm -hmm. where we're from. They'll start, like talking and they'll be like oh really and I'm like yeah and then they'll ask what part and then we'll kind of bond on that and they'll explain how they got here and how it's kind of difficult and then I usually leave them my number my phone number and it's usually to like let them know that I'm there like if they need anything that they can text me and they can call me and I can help them out with anything and and as you know and your mom is a community leader in this and often yeah. if I've been to visit there's a <laughs> strange woman there who's come from a domestic violence scene yes. or she's been trafficked and she's getting help from your mom we take women into our house my mom usually knows mm-hmm. them and they live with us for a couple of months till they can um they start working or till they find a home they can live in and it's it's really hard it's hard to listen to their stories sure it is. <laughs> yeah and you must be so grateful you were born <laughs> in this country yeah. and you don't have to make that crossing yeah 
You are going to be graduating from high school in a few months. Yes. You're doing a senior project, is that right? Yes. Well, tell me about that. I'm in the IB program. That's the International. International Baccalaureate program. We have to make up a project on how we can help our community. I decided to take an interest into my culture. So with my mom's help, we make this beaded jewelry. I sell them in school. Some of the money is used to like buy the products because I constantly mm-hmm. have to buy in order right. to make and then the rest of it is going to a project we have going on in Guatemala, and that is to build one of the first special needs schools in a little tiny village, like, hours away from the capital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the kids there, especially special needs kids, are neglected. Um, I went with my mom recently to go see the kids. It was a life-changing moment. It was also sad because moms would tell us how they were ashamed to bring their kid out the house because they would be made fun of. Or at times there's other moms that would leave their kids at abandoned houses to die. And we want to create a home where they feel like loved. But also to educate the parents on how to treat their kids. Who has been the most important influence in your life? My brother, my oldest brother, Eddie. Really? <laughs> yes, he has been there through everything. He's my backbone. He's my best friend. <laughs> he's influenced everything I've done. <laughs> and he's so honest and open-hearted. <laughs> and I love my brother. He's the first one in our family to graduate from college. <laughs> he wants to go into the med field. And that's very inspiring. And <laughs> he's everything to me. This interview with Mari Jimenez and Janelle Grant was recorded at StoryCorps in Fort Myers, a national initiative to record and collect stories of everyday people. This excerpt was selected and produced by me, Amy Tardiff.